Testing. 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 What are we testing? We're testing the audio. That's how this thing works. I don't know if you're aware of it. <laughs> hey. Hey. If you like this content, please subscribe. You can leave a comment. Like it. We're also on Anchor. We're on Anchor. Both of our podcasts are on Anchor. So if you're on the go and you want to listen instead of having to watch YouTube, you can find us there. It also works on Spotify as well. Yep. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> it's coffee break. We're here. Yay. It's not cringy. And never. Us? <laughs> the coolest people in the world? Obviously. That's why you guys keep coming back. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're just too cool, and we make you guys cooler by comparison. That's true. Yeah. So feel cool. I shred this awesomeness onto you. Yeah, associating yourself with us makes you automatically cooler. We're like characters in a, like a bad sitcom. They're the cool kids, you know? You ever see um, Darkest Dungeon? No, what is that? It's a movie uh, made by a chick track. Do you know what chick tracks are? No, I automatically thought a woman made this. Okay, so Jack T. (laughs) Chick was some sort of evangelical comic artist. I'm pretty sure it was Christianity. I'm not sure exactly. But he used to make comics about things... Basically, as like warnings, don't do, don't read Lord of the Rings, they're evil, and things like that. Um, and he made one called Darkest Dungeon about the evils of Dungeons and Dragons. And a bunch of people nice. who play Dungeons and Dragons thought that was hilarious, and then they made a movie adaptation of it to highlight just how goofy. Like, they had fun with it. it, it it's, it's cute. Um, Did he mean to purposely hurt them? Yeah, his intention was to warn the good Christian that's, folk. That's pretty funny. <laughs> and, uh, and in the beginning, these two girls arrive at college, and they're talking to this nice guy, and they're like, whoa, who are they? And it's all these, like, really cool people wearing leather, and just look, like, bad. it's like, they're the d and <laughs> We've tried to get them kicked out of school, but they're just too popular. <laughs> Wow, that's that's lame. God, I love that movie. It cracks me up. Also, the funny point though to have there is that D and D players aren't even cool. Now we are. No, you're not. We got Matthew Mercer on our side. Brennan Lee Mulligan. We're cool now. Convincing yourself, okay? Yes. What's in the news today? So, Endgame. Marvel's Endgame, the Avengers Endgame, had a four-hour cut, and they won't release it. Why won't they release it? Was it boring? Was it bad? It's just a little too long, and they don't like doing director's cuts. How long is it already? Like, three hours, isn't it? Three it's and a... 20 minutes? Yeah, yeah. It Like, you watched it the other day, mm-hmm. and I was... For I, the 15th time. And I, like, walked past, and it was at the point where Thanos got the soul gem. And I was like, ah, oh, it's wrapping up. And then, That's Infinity War. And oh, sorry, but that one's the same way. And I then, watched Infinity War before I watched Endgame again. And as I walked past, like yeah, yeah, it's wrapping up. And then you pause, and I saw there was still like like half the movie left, and like Cap and his crew were just arriving in Wakanda. I'm like, God, there's this much more movie for you to watch. <laughs> it's a good one. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, watching uh, Infinity War for my fourth time. If you can't tell, I prefer Endgame. I also prefer Endgame. 
I, I think that's my favorite MCU film. Endgame is a lot more fun. I like the dynamics between a lot of the characters. Like, I like seeing Nebula hanging out with Tony, and then later hanging out with War Machine. Um, uh, we get a lot of good, like, the best interactions between Scarlet... No. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson and Burton. I tried to remember their names. Oh, when they're, they're fighting and Black Widow, yeah. For the Soul Jam for their own. Well, a lot of their interactions throughout that movie is really good. <clears throat> it's a great movie, but yeah, four hours. I want to see it just because I love it that much. I just don't know what they would have added to it. Like, what more is there? I'm sure there's stuff they cut out. Maybe, like, the only thing I can picture is when they get back and they're all reflecting and mourning black widow's death and they're figuring out what they're supposed to do next that's the only thing i could think you could add more to other than like maybe little fight moments here and there or cameos yeah maybe is there a stan lee cameo in this one yes where is he at oh yeah wait 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 i remember it's when they went back in time and uh uh cap and tony are on yep, the on base. base yeah he drives past with his car full of hot chicks <laughs> it was weird to see him get it's it's always comforting for I, me. I forgot that he was there, which is so funny that I love comic books. I love Marvel. Mm-hmm. I know Stan Lee's the creator of the whole thing. He's the godfather. But when I saw him, I was just like, what are you doing here? What's your favorite Stan Lee cameo? I have, mm, I have Deadpool? two. Deadpool? Where is he in Deadpool? He's a DJ in a strip oh, club? Yeah, he is. <laughs> I have two answers. One is um, uh, in um, uh, Spider-Man, um, Spider-Verse, when Miles is oh yeah, buying he's his, buying the suit, and he's like, it always fits eventually, and then it pans over to no refunds. <laughs> the other one is um, uh, uh, Thor, one of them, or maybe no, it's Ultron. It's when he's like, we can drink your alcohol with you guys. We were in the the military and then the next shot is him like being carried off by his friends like what happened <laughs> yeah when they're having the party <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, no it was weird because i've not seen stan in a while mm-hmm. just bums me out that there's an extended cut of endgame that's not going to be released maybe they saw what happened to uh, justice league maybe i've only seen justice league Zack Snyder's cut mm-hmm. one time. It's a lot. If I was to do it again, I'd want to watch it episodically, like in four parts. Like, I think it would work better that way. <laughs> That's the way it was supposed to be released. I wish, before we stray from Stan Lee too much, I wish they kept having a Stan Lee cameo in their movies. And I know he's not alive anymore, but I wish they had, like, either a picture of him somewhere or his name somewhere. Yeah. I always thought when. Paul Rudd's character, Scott Lang, comes back mm-hmm. in Endgame, and he shows up at the monument, and he's reading the the stones with all the names of people who were lost. Yeah. I always thought it would be the coolest thing well, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you put Stan Lee's name in there, because mm-hmm. that would just hurt you more to make you go, I hate this guy Thanos. But, uh, yes. I understand. I get it. I don't know. It's it's like um. And it would be a cute little nod to the fans. It's like the uh like the Pizza Planet truck in Pixar movies. There's always the Pizza Planet truck, mm-hmm. even in like Good Dinosaur. They've fit it in there. I just wish they, we could still have Stan Lee immortalized in every single movie this way. He is immortalized. But even like past his death. 
I, I, I want more Stanley cameos, is what I'm saying. Months ago, Stanley's estate made a deal with Marvel so that they could digitally use him. I don't know how I feel about that. It was a weird thing. I don't think I ever talked about it on this podcast. Yeah, I think just like pictures or paintings or his name is yeah, enough. Yeah, no, they want to like digitally recreate him. Like if they're... And I was like, that's not necessary. Like if like characters are standing in front of the movie theater, one of the movie posters would be like, it'd be like Stanley, and it'd be like a copy of, I don't know, Indiana Jones or some shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones. But with Stanley's face on it. I, well, Stanley's so popular, he was in a DC cameo. Do you remember that? When? He was in Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's in there. They're driving around the lot at the end, and, and then he like jumps up and he's like, I'm not even in this franchise. <laughs> and then he rolls off their go-kart. <laughs> I love the Teen Titans. Just Teen Titans see. Go is where it's at. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Hands down. Like, listen, yeah, the first season, bad. But if you get past that, it's f- dumb fun. <laughs> it's a stupid stoner comedy. It is. That's really a, that's the approach you need to go in with it. Like, it's it, people kept comparing it to the original. And yeah, if you do that, of course it's going to be bad. But you don't watch, like, this fairly odd parents with the same mindset that you watch Avatar The Last Airbender with. Why the fuck would I do that? Exactly. Like, yeah, they're both cartoons and they're no, both no, no. on... <laughs> what? Exactly. Like, you can't approach Teen Titans Go with the same mentality as Teen Titans. Okay. So, <laughs> for this coffee break, we're going to try and keep this down what, to our, an hour? Yeah, with our three tangents already? Sorry. <laughs> I like talking to you. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about some fun stuff. I cut out some stuff. But also, there's not much happening. Do we want to talk? Is our diet on your yes, list? Yes, it is. Nice. Uh, also, Winnie the Pooh made this list. Really? We were just talking about Winnie the Pooh. This yeah, I'm yeah. a little horrified yet. I want to watch it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're going to try and make this an hour long. Yes. So you guys who are already seeing it and you're opening this up and it's what? An hour and 30 minutes long? Yeah. If it's under- That means I failed. Yeah, if it's, if it's an hour or under, go into the comments and, and type out, hell yeah. If it's over an hour, go into the comments and type out, guys, come on. <laughs> it's not like we don't have a timer sitting here in front of us. I'm true. Anyways, uh, new concept art for Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Kylo Ren came out. Episode Nine? Yeah. Oh, oh, the last one? Did I say Rise of Kylo Ren? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was. That would have been it. a better. <laughs> it's called the Rise of Skywalker. I think it would have been better if Ren died. If I'm sorry, Ray. I'm sorry. It would have been better if Ray died and Ren lived. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer that the, Sky- the Skywalker story just kind of stops right there. Yeah. And then she takes up the mantle, and it's like, oh fuck off. I liked her. I like. I really liked the idea of her understanding the the sacrifice to give someone else the opportunity at a, at a new life. I don't like the fact that it was the other way around instead. Well, the concept art was uh, Carrie Fisher, who plays Leia. Mm-hmm. Leia was going to get a lightsaber and battle her son, Kylo Ren, and her lightsaber was going to be purple. What is that general? Is that... Yes, what is that, that? That's, that means you are in charge of the Jedi Order. I would have loved to see it Mostly to see 
what her like handle part looked like. The hilt. That's the part I like the most with with lightsabers. <laughs> there, there's a few problems here. Um, she passed away before that movie. Yes, unfortunately. And only one Jedi has ever been able to carry purple, yeah. and that was Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. And the reason why is that's his favorite color. Yes, because when, he's badass. <laughs> in episode two, they're on Geonosis. Yeah, there's two different versions of episode two. Uh, one of them is gone. Yeah, one of them, there was other purple lightsabers. When all the Jedi show up to fight the Geonosians. And Samuel Jackson, did, he wanted to be special. He wanted to be the only yep. one with a purple lightsaber. So they had to go and edit, and that's why there's orange lightsabers in there. Which I kind of like. I like the idea of like a transformative creative process that involves... I'm viewing it kind of like a, like a dungeon master. Like, when your player says, no, I want this to be special just to me. And then you have to create yep. new lore around it. And yep. it makes it kind of cooler in the long run i liked that so yeah you got these two problems anything would have helped episode nine right that's now. so much not fucking coming out would have helped episode nine <laughs> yeah maybe like working on it Oof. like actually working on it Oof. <laughs> i can i can handle the first two seven and eight i like seven eight was boring but whatever Nine? I, uh-uh. I weirdly like episode eight. But uh, when I first watched it, I trashed it, I mean. I, I hate it. It's just so dumb. The, it's annoying. Luke is probably the worst part of that. He well, is ten. He is the worst. But, like, no, no, no. Like, no, no. The worst is the subplot that goes nowhere. Yeah, the, the subplot about freeing space horses. And then they're like, we've solved all animal cruelty across the I, whole I, galaxy. I love I love that they saved the horses. So it's like, yeah, you saved the wildlife. Yet the kids are still enslaved. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, so many dumb. Like, if Oscar Isaac's... Talked and that's to the, the end of the movie. Goddamn Leia. If she said anything. <laughs> oh, did you hear? They're going to make a Metal Gear Solid movie. And they're going to get Oscar Isaac to play uh, uh, Solid Snake. Why? He could be Snake. He's got... He could be Snake. Okay. Come on. Come After on. Moon Knight, I'm done with him. I think, I think he's a good actor. I think Moon Knight was... Hot shit. It was fine for wrapped his wrapped in tinfoil. It was fine for his acting abilities. It was a bad story. He, he as an actor is good. I like him as an actor, and I think he could be Solid Snake. I think he could do. I like Oscar. Don't don't go <laughs> off in the comments. I mean, like you're wrong. He's he's a great actor. He is a great actor. I really loved him as Apocalypse. I can't yeah, deal with it. I just did it. <laughs> I can't think of anyone better to play Solid Snake. Christian Bale. He's like a ninety. <laughs> Christian Bale He's was not... originally supposed to play Solid Snake. He wouldn't even be a good Solid Snake. Do you know Solid Snake is based on Snake Plissken? Yes. Which is uh, Russell? No, not Russell Crowe. Kurt Russell's. Uh huh. Snake Plissken from Escape from L.A. and New York. Yes. I did know that. Okay. Uh, that's why... Um, those when, movies are trash. When Snake goes into... God. When Snake... I was actually talking about those movies today. And Highlander. Wow. And <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China. Ooh. When when Snake goes into hiding and he has like a like an alias. You know what his alias is? Skin Snake? It's Iroquois Pliskin. Which is just... 
fake, it's like snakeskin or something like that. <laughs> God, that movie, both those movies are so horrible. I, okay, here's a tangent. If you haven't seen them, watch them. The horrible 80s movies. Which ones? The, uh... Escape? Yeah. The Escape duo, right? And... Not good. <laughs> at the beginning of each one, it plays the same. Where... They go, Snake, we need your help. And he goes, I'm not Snake. Call me Pliskin. Yeah. And so at the end, he saves the day, and then they come back, and they're like, Pliskin, you did a great job. And he goes... <laughs> Don't call me Pliskin. Call I'm Snake. Snake, yeah. <laughs> and it's just, I want to slap the writer mm-hmm. who thought this was so funny. Duke Nukem was also kind of influenced by that guy. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, no, it's Duke. a ridiculous plot. God, I like Duke Nukem. He's funny. <laughs> the guy who voices Duke Nukem also voices Big the Cat from Sonic. Do you know Big the Cat? No. Damn. <laughs> I don't know Sonic. God, I just love Sonic. I wish I got the opportunity to talk about Sonic more. Sonic and spiders. That's... <laughs> I like spiders. I like Sonic. No one wants to hear about either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. I guess the next episode will be all about arachnids and Sonic. Yay! <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Uh-huh. Written this. by a English fellow. Mm-hmm. What, 1930s? Charming, adorable, precious little stories about woodland critters, whether or not they're... And a little boy's imagination. Yeah, whether or not they're toys or not is almost irrelevant. <laughs> he, he names his main boy character Christopher Robin. Yes. That is the name of his son. Yeah. So this is an old franchise that's been going around for years. Only, like, last year did Winnie the Pooh enter public domain. And I was going to talk about public domain. Mm -hmm. Because it's crazy. Disney will fight you. We've talked about this multiple times on this podcast. Oh, they'll fucking kill you. They'll destroy you. The reason why Mickey Mouse can't be just widely used Mm -hmm. is Disney just throws money at lawyers and goes, Stop that. Mm -hmm. Stop that. But when it came to Winnie the Pooh, which I was reading through the history of Winnie the Pooh, that character, that franchise, that name, was owned by three separate entities at the same point. Damn. Because the original writer... The Wild West. ...was like, I don't know what you're going to do with it, so I'll just give it to somebody else. And this is before we really... Before Edison, that demon heart fucked. Fuck that guy. <laughs> really laid down the law on copyrights, yeah. which he did for his own selfish needs. He did, because fuck that guy. Every time you get a copyright strike on YouTube, blame fucking Thomas Edison. It really is Thomas Edison's fault. What He's a not. Whore ass cunt. Did you know he stole film? He didn't invent film? Yes. He stole everything. Literally everything he did, he stole from someone who's smarter than him. Yeah. And then he did it worse. <laughs> But that's why he's smarter. We have electric bills because of Edison. Yeah. Every time you pay the utility, it's Edison's fucking fault. Tesla wanted it to be free. (laughs) True. Very much true. Fuck that guy. Now, Disney got Winnie the Pooh franchise rights around the 60s. Mm Mm-hmm. And they held on to them until now. They still... So, okay. So it's complicated. You can't copy their design. So you can make your own Winnie the Pooh, 
But if he's that like shade of yellow with a little red t-shirt, then you're infringing on their copyright, mm-hmm. their trademark. But if you like, if he's like a brown with a blue t-shirt, then it's fine. You know, <laughs> same with all the the hundred acre wood characters that they have dominion over. <laughs> you know, the funniest thing about Winnie the Pooh to me hmm. is how the Chinese citizens have used Winnie the Pooh <laughs> and took pictures of their own president and yeah. put them next to him. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you look like Winnie the Pooh. He looks nothing like Winnie the Pooh. But, he, but I think it's so funny that he pissed himself so over offended. this. It's like when you talk about Trump with his tiny hands. Yeah. Did you ever hear John Oliver, what he did? John Oliver pointed out Trump's tiny hands. And this was back when uh, his first, like, he wasn't president yet. He was running. And John Oliver pointed out his tiny baby hands and the fact that other people talk about his tiny baby hands. And he pointed out Trump from, like, back to some news outlet to explain that his hands are not tiny baby hands. And he They're used, normal size hands. And he used a gold sharpie to circle his hands to show you how not tiny baby they are. And so it's a, no, he's got tiny baby, itty bitty stupid baby hands. <laughs> small little baby hands. <laughs> his hands aren't actually small. He's just a fat fuck. That's, that happens when you eat nothing but McDonald's and pizza all day. Well, especially when you eat pizza crust first. I know. What a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> that was an actual ad campaign from Pizza Hut. Anyways. Uh, so Winnie the Pooh. Right. Winnie the Pooh <laughs> gets thrown up and anyone can grab it now. Mm-hmm. So this independent horror film director has decided to take Winnie the Pooh. And destroy it. Yeah. And we're going to make a horror slasher bloody flick. This isn't even the first time something like this It's happened. called Winnie the Pooh Blood in Honey. It's so, it sounds like an 824 film. So not even. It's it not. It sounds like a Bloomhouse film. It's very Bloomhouse. But you know, it's not Bloomhouse. It's definitely a Siffy thing. Ooh, good old Siffy. <laughs> Sci-Fi Channel. It's been like they've done this before. Like, like there was this one is going to premiere on Shutter for sure. I saw one in Target for Banana Splits. I think that's what the show is called. And again, it's just an old kids cartoon, but I guess they ran out on the copyright or whatever, and they just did a horror version. And I was just like, dumb. It's is the only reason we're talking about it is because it's Winnie the Pooh. So Winnie the Pooh looks like shit. Yes. Piglet looks like shit. Well, they have other characters than just Winnie the Pooh in there. This isn't even. It's just him and Piglet. There was I've I've seen a more. So, here's the synopsis. Tell me. (laughs) You're gonna love this. I'm ready. Christopher Robin grows up. Uh huh. Neglects them. Now they don't have any food to eat. So they (laughs) eat the other hundred and acre wood characters. (laughs) Jesus. And they're so hungry. That they decide that they're going to show up in Christopher Robin's wo- uh, world, right? Our world. Uh-huh. To start killing and eating them. Okay. As revenge. Sure. Yeah. I've seen a better... Piglet has tusks. Why? I've seen a better version about a gruesome take on the Hundred Acre Woods characters by a fan. With, like, just a fan art work of it. Do you want me to tell you about it? Sure. Well, I mean, we're here. All right. It's pretty gruesome. So Okay, so that's all we have for coffee break. Let's take a break. <laughs> the, the the concept of this, like, fan art is just that it's 
one older kid kidnapping and abusing other kids and dragging them out into the woods and keeping them there to play with. Like, they're not actually a little teddy bear and a little pig toy. They're actually other children. That's sick. Yeah. You can't even go the the distance and make it actually disturbing and crazy. You went with the the -the run-of-the-mill slasher. (laughs) I'm going to watch it just because I love Winnie the Pooh. And this is a dumb idea. I bet we get as far into that movie as far as we did with the Bob's Burgers movie. Which was a whopping, what, seven minutes? <laughs> yeah. God, we started to watch it. Boring. Just fucking boring. I totally forgot about that until you mentioned it. It was so boring. They sang a song, then they re-sang the song. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why do adult animation films always go into song? And they always... Like, That's not what the show was. And they, they like, really boost the animation quality, but in They looked weird. Only in shadows. Like, it's, it's the thing. They look the same, but they move too smoothly, which looks really creepy. And the shadows are, like, hyper-realistic, which is, it just doesn't look right. It doesn't make your show look better. It just makes your show look fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah, watching Bob sway while he's singing, it was creepy. It was weird. It, I don't like that. I'm not a fan of Bob's Burgers to begin with, but I know the show is not only funnier, but more visually entertaining than that movie. No wonder it tanked. (laughs) Yeah, well, we'll get to that soon. Powerpuff Girls. Do you remember the CW was going to reboot it? Are they still going to? Nope. Oh, I was, oh. They wanted to make this gritty young adult version of it which i think you for could for the cw you could do i've thought about this a lot surprisingly it was so bad the pilot had to be shot multiple times yeah the uh one of the like the actress for blossom like dropped the project i remember her name is chloe she plays the lead character in agents of shield which was on abc ah okay but yeah it was so bad that she left that just effectively killed the whole project damn so the original creator of Powerpuff Girls is coming back to reboot Powerpuff Girls in animated form. Okay. So we're getting the Powerpuff Girls back. Is it going to be the same style? Like, that they drew them in? Yeah. Uh, no. Dan is the... I don't remember their name. It's, no, but it's going to be... You know, it's still going to be an animated show for kids. Oh, it's going to be the... Oh, yeah. Okay. We made a full circle. Well, we've done this before. We we did a reboot animation, like, back in 2013. We Bear Bears was just coming out when this happened, and it was not good. <laughs> I don't understand that show at all. We Bear Bears? Me neither. Like, people say it's good, but I'm like, it's just bears. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> also, one of them should be extinct. Which one? The panda? The polar bear? Oh, the panda. Dude, let's let's talk about human resources and the waste that we have towards saving species that are most likely, supposedly, God. destined to die. The pandas want to die. We do everything. We have to fight for these fuckers to, like, procreate. <laughs> have you seen their cubs go down slides? I know. And they only eat bamboo, which is not a healthy diet for their, like, weight and mass. And they also won't eat bamboo if it's on a plate. They it has I, to be standing upright. <laughs> I watched a video of a two-year-old cub go down the slide. 
and just eat shit on its face and just write its face all the way down to the oh end of the slide. God. And I was just like, really? We're going to save that one? That's that's the one we're doing because they look cool. And yeah, we should try to. They don't look cool. We should, they look pretty cool. I like black and white spots. Cool. Go get a cat. I know. We're doing our best. I don't want them to go extinct because it's a fascinating part of history. I'm not saying I want them to go extinct. But God, this they the want to go extinct. <laughs> they, they suck. Ugh. They don't benefit they, other than eating bamboo. They also, like, they'll be in heat and then they just won't fuck each other. And scientists are like, they're in heat. Why won't you fuck each other? <laughs> it's frustrating everyone. So yeah, that, that was dumb. But Powerpuff Girls, yeah. Powerpuff Girls are coming back. I don't know. I feel like I feel like we could have done an adult gritty reboot. I've thought about it a lot, surprisingly, like a lot, a lot. I don't know why. It's because I heard the concept, and then I was like, you could do something with it. Yeah, yeah, you could. And I'm glad that they're gonna bring it back to its original form. I miss Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo. And I miss him. Him. That was the thing. Him you is one of the creepiest characters. Him so interesting in live action. This is what I would... I would bring back Princess. Him. Uh, what's his name? Robert. Their imaginary friend. Randy. They had an imaginary friend and he was a villain. I don't remember that. And then the neighbors. Their neighbors that just like fucking hated them. The boys? No, those were the Rowdy Rough Boys were creations by Mojo Jojo and they died. Um, their <sighs> their neighbors were just like normal people, but they hated them because they would be loud in the middle of the night because they would like zoom off to fight crime and whatever. And so the neighbors just hate. They were only in like two episodes, and I thought they were hilarious. <laughs> I'm gonna point this out now. We're 30 minutes in. We are definitely not hitting that hour mark. Listen, we got we can just like keep speed oh, okay, run. Okay, okay, <laughs> let's speed run this. New Star Wars show called Skeleton Crew will be the most expensive Star Wars show to date. Another new one? This one we I didn't hear even, about till today. We haven't even got Arendor. What is it called? Andor. And We haven't even got Andor. Very close, though. I was, just, I was like, Arendelle. <laughs> I'd rather watch that one. <laughs> uh, this one will star Jude Law. Jude Law? Who recently played uh, a young Dumbledore. As and the secrets of Dumbledore. What's the premise of the show? We don't know. But uh, skeleton crew. What the f- fine? Whatever. Their movies aren't bringing them any money, but their shows. Yeah, they've given through. up on movies, so they're just gonna do TV shows now. God, I'm just tired of franchises. You know, Marvel, Star Wars, all they're trying to keep it all in order. It's just exhausting. Just stop. Ah, it's just that's exhausting. Just give me a good story. It could be like and- three seasons and be done. Without any 900 spin-offs coming from it. Anyways, it's going to cost $136 million for one season. God damn. So I'm guessing $100 million of that is just going to pay for Jude Law. I figured $20 million. <laughs> Jude Law. I-, I like Jude Law. Remember when he was an AI? I was going to bring that up, but thanks. What a, what a weird one for everybody. <laughs> I, I don't need to see him as a gigolo robot. But he was the best part of that movie. No, I like the ending. When it just kind of goes to black and that's the end of the movie. Oh, I wish. You mean after like... Two and a half hours of it. 900 fucking false endings. And it's like, just end. Wrap up, please. This this one sucks. Be over. (laughs) Did I mention Spielberg today? You, yes. Remember because I got... But did I mention Spielberg on here? No. So today, uh, you guys will get this Tuesday, 
Ju- July 19th. It is the 18th while we're recording this. <laughs> he just finished his first music video. Oh, yeah. He filmed one. And he shot it all on a phone. What was the song? I don't know. Oh. I don't care. I don't I don't care. I, and the thing is, I just imagined him sitting there and be like, I'm so, like, crazy. How different of me. Filming on a phone. So wacky of me. I'm I'm going off the rails. It's like no one cares. People have made entire films off of phones yeah. already. This it's, is a well-known fact. It's just because he insists on using like film, like like film reels, actual film. Yeah. And it's like you know the the future is here, dude. <laughs> just because you're just finally getting caught up, it's not that creative. Yeah, I just thought that was dumb. And I was like, like that's like, not news. Famous director uses deodorant. Wow, so different, right? <laughs> uses deodorant. He should. I don't. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> um, I have no idea what Skeleton Crew is. It's going to show up at some point, along with uh, Andor, which we know comes out later this year. I don't know what they're Ahsoka doing. Ahsoka next year. I don't know what they're Mandalorian doing. 3. It just give me Mandalorian. That's all I want. That's all anyone wants. <laughs> the one I want is, they're also working on it, is the Acolyte. Which one's that? Oh, it's the one about long before. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one does sound cool. It's basically a old Jedi becoming a Sith. Ooh. Supposedly. These are rumors. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Dune 2, Dune Part 2 started filming. Yay! Yeah. I feel sorry for everyone there. Um, yeah, because it's the middle of summer. <laughs> it's the middle of summer, and to be on Arrakis, which is Southern California, Yeah. it's hot it's like over 100 degrees every day um i'm guessing 2024 is when we're gonna see this film nope when next year next year october they're only starting filming now next year october damn they have to rush it i was gonna guess early 2024 no it's gonna be next year i hope it's good unless something crazy happens what like another pandemic or an election. I don't know. We'll see. Anything could happen. <laughs> a civil uprising. In this economy? <laughs> uh, I'm excited for Dune 2. I love Dune. Yeah, we Dune. should rewatch the first one because I don't remember much of it. I watched it and I was like not even drinking or anything when I watched it. It's just a lot happens in it. It's, it's also a long movie and it tells you a lot about the lore. Yes. The Summer Olympics of 2028... What? Have been officially announced. They are going to LA, Los Angeles. Bad choice. I wanted to come here. If I got the chance, I would have gone somewhere else. <laughs> it might be a totally different place by the time we get here. Maybe. 2028 is a long time. Um, Wait, who's going to be 2024? I don't know. I don't know. Who was it last year? Who was it? Wasn't it Japan? Again? Yeah, Japan this year neither of us have our phones on us so we'll we'll never know. isn't it china again isn't it beijing i was thinking like i don't know we'll see i i've <laughs> i'm sure we'll be talking about it <laughs> i i thought it was interesting that we're gonna have another olympics because after the pandemic it, they held it off for a year so 2021 last summer we got to watch them yes and it, it was wasn't weird. that good. It was weird. 
a lot of people who were excited to watch them, like me, mm-hmm. were just like, what is this? We watched a lot of golf. And I liked the golf. Yeah, golf was great, but... Uh, I liked... Uh, we watched... Um, I barely got to see any soccer God. or football. We watched We watched some... Um, uh, it was women's uh, skating. Skateboarding. Women's skateboarding. But skateboarding was fun to watch, too. And it, that was its first time. It was really cool. Tony Hawk showed up. That was cool. Um, it was cool just to see. Uh, the part that cracked me up was the announcers. Because they were like, up next is... I don't remember the, the person's name. I'm going to refer to them as just Katie for now. Uh, up next is Katie. Katie is actually non-binary and uses they, them pronouns. So congratulations. We're all rooting for her and she's doing a great job. It's like, guys. <laughs> I remember you that. You were so close. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, you, I, and I know I wasn't malicious. It was just like, oops, I forget. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird thing to kind of go through, you know, when you're, you're so old, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even that old. I'm 29. I can understand. But I... sometimes I will slip up, even though I know that they are non-binary. Yeah, I can understand, like, everyone makes mistakes. I, I have to actively work towards it mm-hmm. to go, hey, that's not a him or her, that's a them. Yes. It's they. I think the important thing is, and this is something the internet will often disregard, but it's something we should be aware of, is there is a difference between making a mistake, like doing your best but fucking up, and being malicious and purposefully hateful. Like, people make mistakes. It's not the same as, like, actual hate speech. If you can see they're trying their best... Be a little forgiving and just politely correct them. You don't need to attack them for making an error, especially if they're trying. (laughs) True. Very true. Mm -hmm. It's just something that's so ingrained in you already, Mm -hmm. just because of your age, that this is a newer concept. Yeah. It's not an excuse, but it is something that is kind of a learning curve. Yes, that is the best way to put it. A learning curve. Miss Marvel. Ass. Okay, so we're done with that bullet point. <laughs> God, I was I want to write a lightning review for it, and every time I sit down and I'm like, I'm going to start writing a lightning review for it. I just like get, feel this wave of defeat, and like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> so earlier I talked about Oscar Isaac, and I attacked him, right? Yeah. And that was just all love and fun. Moon Knight was not great, but it wasn't terrible. It was very middle of the road. Five out of ten. Like, it, it was a Last <laughs> week, we talked a lot about Miss Marvel and how people are defending it, saying you're being anti-Muslim. Yeah. And all that. And again, I'll reiterate this. Yeah. I am not attacking the show because it's a female character with a Muslim religion. If anything, I... It's just fucking poorly written it's something i wish they i wish it was better because it is the first instance of a female muslim superhero in marvel that's what it should have of all time and i think it should have also like they should have played into those concepts more this whole plot was so fucking mismanaged all over the place what was the point in the gin? 
Yeah, well, it, a big distraction, and then and it was so. You could tell there's rewrites. It was so. I was fucking cringing. I couldn't believe they did this. They're standing around at the at the high school at the end, and like, here's our plan. And then like TikTok girl runs up, and she's like, I'm here too. What the fuck was that? And, and then like, the brother shows and then he's up, like, and I'm here too. Like in the middle of them like making the plan, he's like, it's me. I'm here. But, uh, at least she had an excuse of being at the high school, but it was a bad one. He just like, and now I'm here. Because I need to watch you. <laughs> I, loved, so... I loved how she called a cute boy from the the Red Daggers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he just shows up in a scene talking to her? Yeah. Why? Why? Why, why did we go this route? This is stupid. All of the characters feel half. Like, they're all caricatures by the end of it. Because we don't spend enough time with any of them. Other than they're like, hey, I'm hot boy. Hi, Kamala. I'm hot boy. And she's like, ah, I'm shy and awkward and you probably won't like me. But I'm also incredibly relatable and actually very charismatic. And they're like, you're right. I do kind of like you because you're relatable and charismatic. And that's like the most characterization we get out of anybody. Kamala feels watered down and she's the most well-developed of them all. No one knows what TikTok is in these fucking... What were you- Wow, TikTok girl, what were you doing here at the high school at night? I was in the theater. It has the best lighting for my TikTok dances. That's not what people use TikTok for anymore, guys. <laughs> so I got two things, two big gripes with this fucking show. Mm. One of them. One of them. <laughs> Is... The the powers that she is right mm-hmm. how they say that she's Jin. yeah and when i looked up the character i was like hold on you're not a Jin. you're an inhuman now the mcu marvel has taken this entire idea and category of aliens yes. or subhumans which i understand why they won't use that language that feels a little degrading to be called subhuman I, I, I might be wrong by saying subhuman. But they say, like, meta, you know? They're That's not, DC. Yeah, but, like, like as an example of something you could say instead. What I'm trying to say is she's actually part of another race. She's a human-slash-extraterrestrial. She's a hybrid. And you know what spits in the face of this concept? Of them constantly writing around that idea? Fucking Pietro and Scarlet Witch. So, yeah, the mutants? Because they were born that way. And they don't, there's no tricky trick, oh, there's gin blood in Pietro. No, he was just born that way. But they refuse to acknowledge this, that people can just be born this way. <laughs> Even though they have Xavier now. They have the fucking... Go, <laughs> going back to the beginning of this podcast, what made me watch Infinity War was that I rewatched Doctor Strange 2. I love it. I really, really love that movie. I still have not watched it. Yeah, you refuse to. Sorry. And you gotta watch Monica first. That's the goal. That's the, that's the deal we made. <laughs> you have to finish Monica, and I'll watch Doctor Strange. You have to watch something you don't want to see, and I'll have to watch something I don't want to see. And that's how it's going to work. And we'll get cake, and we'll just, like, cry into our cake. How about that? <laughs> no. No! And, <laughs> and uh, one of the, the members of the Illuminati is Black Bolt. Mm-hmm. Who came from a show from Inhumans, which they were called. Yeah. He's the leader of them. He's cool. I know He's, that much. <laughs> his show failed. Unfortunately. But they brought him back 
just for this Illuminati cameo, mm -hmm. right? He does some really cool stuff. Like, oh, God, second time watching it, I actually felt like a little emotion there. And they just ignore the fact that he's an inhuman. Yeah, just like and, her. Like, and they ignored that. And now, in the MCU, the inhumans don't exist. Even but, though there's like... But here's the thing. This movie's been out so long. Do you know the secret ending? For what? Uh, Doctor Strange? You told me. I don't remember what it is. So, spoilers, but too bad. It's already on Disney+. Plus. It's been there for like a month. Yeah. He's walking through the streets on New York... Strange, right? Mm -hmm. And he sees uh, Charlie Theron's character from Eternals. Oh, Clea. right, right. You did tell me this. Yeah. And she's like, "Strange, you need to come with me." And pulls out this dagger and starts cutting through reality of time. Cool. And she's like, "I need your help." And he's like, "Fine." And then he goes into his new evolution form, which is part of the movie, right? Uh huh. And they look at each other and they jump through the wormhole, and it's like, "Wait, but the the Eternals still exist." And we just completely forgot that... I can't believe that the Inhumans just got treated like that. And on the topic of the Eternals... So this is... I think this was a tweet or a TikTok. I don't remember where I saw it. But someone was pointing out that every... Like, every movie post-Eternals is dumb. Because no one is addressing the giant that was partially emerging from their planet. And got frozen in, into a stone... Like a big mountain. Like there's a gigantic head and hand popping out hands. of hands. I think it was a head and a hand. Whatever. After you said this, I saw a picture. It's, no one talks about the shit. We talk about the blip fucking constantly, but we can't talk about the Eternals, the T next fucking keystone. <laughs> Tiamat. 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 Yeah. Which they, is a Greek. Because Marvel just no. stole every name ever. <laughs> is an Egyptian goddess. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't show up in Moon Knight either. So, I, I don't know where the fuck you guys are going with this. But stop it. Uh, another thing with Miss Marvel. When the damage control guys are showing up. Damage control. If they were going to be our final bosses, have them be the bosses. Like, have them be... They vanish after episode two. And, yeah, and then, then, then they come, come back. back. Out of nowhere. And so they got these guns and they're shooting out these pulses. Which seem to be emitting sound. Yeah. Right? And... When they hit people, they just knock them back. There's a scene. There's one shot where Kamala is running around the corner. Yeah, and they shoot the, the it, brick wall and it explodes. And their orders are, take them in alive. Everyone knows this. And they're still doing this? How is a human going to survive a blast that destroys mortar and concrete? And you know what? I'm willing to forgive the fact Kamala and what was his name? The hot boy number one. Hot boy number two. Whatever his name is. Hot the, boy number two. The, the, the guy who also got superpowers, which is exactly like Kamala's, only he doesn't need a bracelet for it. Because it's so dumb. Because girls need bracelets. And it's I'm willing to forgive the fact that they don't... That, that the CG on their powers looks ugly as sin. It looks terrible. It is uncreative. I've seen better graphics in my PlayStation 2 version of Spyro. But... I can forgive that. But I can't forgive the fucking lack of creativity. It's just like the Green Lanterns. And this is the thing that pisses me off so much that I love the Green Lanterns so much. And yet they keep fucking them up because the only limit to their lantern power 
is their own imagination. And the people making these movies and shit are so uncreative. It's like, a big fist. A gun. A bleh. It's like, you could do anything! <laughs> and it's the same with Kamala. Do anything! <laughs> do more than just orbs to stand on. God! <laughs> so, right now with me, Miss Marvel is the worst MCU television f show ever. I can't call it the worst because What If is really, really, really bad. I couldn't I, even finish What If. I hated it. I don't care for it. I don't think it matters too much, the MCU. It, how do you take people who are really good actors and make them terrible voice actors? Hey, I'm Bucky. I have to say all my lines really quickly like this. Hey, I'm this person. I We all talk the same way, like this. <laughs> like if, if but they, when it comes to the live action ones, <laughs> this is the worst one. Okay? Yes. It's so And it had so much potential. And it's so disappointing. It, it, the part of me drives a little bit insane when people say Falcon and Winter Soldier is the worst one. Seriously, shut up. Have you seen this piece of shit? Honestly, I would say... And I love Falcon Winter Soldier. I would say that's second best, right behind WandaVision. No, Hawkeye. Oh, fuck. You're right. Hawkeye's second. And then it's, uh... Uh... Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, by the way, news about uh, there's a sequel series to Hawkeye oh, yeah. called Echo, yeah, 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 based yeah, yeah, on yeah. a Native American girl who's deaf and she has the she, prosthetic legs. And she's uh, an actual badass, and I love her. She actually has prosthetic legs, and she is Native American, and she is deaf. What are the she, odds that they found someone? <laughs> they they were so amazed. They created this character originally. They're going to do a show called Echo just for her. Nice. And one of the big things about her in that show was that uh, Kingpin is her uncle. Yes. So her they're uncle. Well, she's part of a crime family. Yeah, not, not, not by but, blood, by you know, by mob familial relationships. <laughs> but uh, the guy who plays Kingpin, why can't I remember his name? I don't remember. He was also the Roach in Men in Black. He's a really great actor. He's a very, very good actor. <laughs> so he's coming back to play Kingpin for the show. And they also announced in the same setup that Charlie Cox, who's known to play Daredevil yeah. in the Netflix show and Spider-Man No Way From Home, will also be showing up as Daredevil. Right. Uh, fucking yes. So we're going to get Echo. And Daredevil. And Daredevil teaming up to I'm take down so intrigued. Kingpin. How they're going to handle them communicating with each other. Because she's deaf and he's blind, so... He can still see. I guess... You're killing me on this one. But, like, but still. <laughs> it might be a little weird. And it'd be nice to see them address that kind of topic in this show. Like, like they have the opportunity to talk about it. Yeah, and this is going to be a great way to open that door. Did I ever tell you about the edit they had to do for uh, No Way Home? When it comes to uh, Daredevil's scene? What? They, his name's Matt Murdock. True. <laughs> when he's sitting there talking... Be a real fan and fucking learn his name. I, listen, I liked him back when he was Ben Affleck. <laughs> I've been a fan of Matt Murdock from the beginning. <laughs> I got some news about Ben, but go ahead. Uh, in the scene where they're sitting there talking at the, the desk, the, 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 the like, kitchen table, and something a brick comes through the window and he catches it. Yeah. And he's like, I have good reflexes too, or something like that. Yeah. I'm a really good lawyer. That's his line. If you look, it's a bit of a weird pose for his hand because initially it was going to be a snow globe. Yep. But then they changed it to a brick. 
Yep. But he had like a like a like a ball hold maneuver on his hand rather than a brick hold maneuver. So if you look, it, it, you can tell there was something different there. I <laughs> talked about it on this podcast. I thought I talked about it on the podcast. You might have, but we've mentioned it. Well, exactly. also if you in, watch, in case you're new here, <laughs> if you're watching the scene, you see. Peter put his hand up because yeah. he's ready to receive it. Because he's got his and, spidey senses. <laughs> and behind Matt, he grabs it. God, I just, man, I love Daredevil. My favorite superheroes are always the ones, fucking Daredevil, Nightcrawler, and um, and Green Lantern. Those are my favorites. Not in that order. Nightcrawler's number one. <laughs> Two Marvels and a DC, okay. Ben Affleck, who played Daredevil back in 2003. Yep. And uh, Batman. Uh, who's that? Batman? <laughs> At work today, they were asking me. They are like, Scott's not a nerd. Oh, I just name dropped myself. Mother. Well, there you go. That's my name. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to edit it out. I'm so tired of editing this. Well, you could say my name, too, if you wanted. I don't care. <laughs> it's Scottathan? Mine? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to dead name you. <laughs> Sorry. Um You okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they're like, you're not a nerd, and I was like, I have a podcast where I talk about nothing but this stuff. Mm-hmm. And my first tattoo is of Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nerd. Try to gatekeep the nerd. <laughs> yeah. So Ben Affleck. Yeah. Just got married this last weekend Hooray! to Jennifer Lopez. Yay! He was engaged to her 2002, 2003. Uh, it like... didn't work out because the media was being really crazy. They really were. I remember being so the, confused why they were thing... like hyper fixated on these the, There was a thing called Benefer. Yeah, they always try to have some cutesy ass like ship name for characters. So it, it ruined their relationship. Well... It helped ruin it. It was too much pressure. Yeah. They they loved each other, never hurting each other, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jennifer said that it was the greatest heartbreak that she's ever gone through. And she went through a divorce just to be with him. Damn. Um, he went to go get married to his co-star and, and uh, Daredevil, Jennifer Gardner. They have three kids. Yeah. They got divorced a few years ago. And so- they finally got back together, so... Hooray! Weirdly enough, Benefer is a thing. Yay! But I don't want to call him that. <laughs> no, that sounds dumb. It's like I, I got and, a, I got a comment on something one time. It was like, why don't more shows use ship names like Ruby does? Because Ruby has like cutesy ship names like, uh, like Ruby shipped with Weiss is like White Rose, and Blake shipped with Yang is like Bumblebee and stuff like that. And it's like, why don't more shows do that? Because that's honestly. Those two examples I give, kind of cute. The further in you go, they get fucking really dumb. <laughs> they can get really silly. So dumb. What starts out as a cute idea can be cringe. And then you sit there and you're like, damn it, this character has the same color palette as this other character, but I already used the name for that one for this other guy. And then you just get, like, really bad. <laughs> like, Weiss X Adam uh, Albino Bull So creative guys Wow Really fucking stretching Your think muscles On that one <laughs> So Miss Marvel ends Yeah uh-huh. And we got a new show Yeah A new season of a show Fuck yeah 
Go ahead. It's What We Do in the Shadows, Season 4. Four? Yep. Four! Already! Crazy! It's a, it's a far departure from Season 3, which I was surprised by. I expected more of the things that we talked about in Season 3 to still be relevant, but they're very quickly just like, nah, we're doing our own thing now. I thought that was weird, too. Weird, but not bad. What we do in the shadows is not getting out of the park mm-hmm. to the point where I'm going to have to jump off what we do in the shadows to talk about the Emmy nominations. Mm-hmm. But also, I want to point out, while we're here with what we do, these guys are killing it so good that they are renewed to season six. They're so ki- this is not the end. Yeah. We got two more years of this. Of course they're killing it. They're vampires. They're already dead. How do you expect them to eat? <laughs> what did you think of the two two episodes started right there? It's a good start. It's a good premise builder for the concepts of this season. Like how every season, they're kind of just doing whatever. Like, like there's not really a long-running narrative except for the plot thread of Guillermo wants to be a vampire. Other than that, they're just kind of like, hey, new season. What are we doing this time? I don't know. Figuring it out. <laughs> well, this season I noticed Guillermo doesn't want to be a vampire. He does. No, he doesn't. But he's going to put Nandor's wedding first. He still wants him to be a vampire. That, that's still his end goal. But also, I his caught... His end goal or his end game? I caught on to this. Guillermo is gay, I think. Because he was talking about really missing someone or something like a lot happened while he was gone and we caught a moment of him talking to someone on the phone he's like yeah i miss you and it was like a man's voice coming from the phone and then i think i'm pretty sure we're setting up the idea that guillermo has a boyfriend and i'm excited for that (laughs) i didn't catch that that's cool yeah 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 yeah. nice more guillermo woo (laughs) my favorite part of the first episode the the, there's two parts in there that freaked me out Hmm. Well, one freaked me out. The other one I found hilarious. What? Was uh, Guillermo... No, it starts with Barry. We're not, no, Barry's the actor of uh, Laszlo. Uh, Laszlo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And he's talking about, oh, there's like bangs in the wall from the, the pipes. <laughs> yeah. So I just took a sledgehammer to it. And then they open up a coffin next to the wall that he was sledgehammering. Yeah. And Guillermo's been sitting in there eating Oreos and pissing in a... Like a power, bucket? yeah. He had he. They gave him Powerade and Oreos. <laughs> that was that was what he had to survive on. And he comes out and he goes, "You're dead to me. You're dead to me. And you're dead to me." And then the whole thing revolves around how the house is collapsing. He falls through into the basement, which is sunken in with yeah, water, flooded with like sewage water. <laughs> which it smells keep, like gas. They keep talking about bringing candles down there. <laughs> and, and Nandor freaks out and just morphs his way into the hole to grab him and rip him back out of mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. The, the effects have gotten really good this latest season. Like, Some of them. Uh, like, baby Colin Robinson looks fine for what they're doing. I, I loved when he fed him food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was. Did you notice the cereal box he was giving him? What was it? It was Count Chocula. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> No, um, like, Doll Nadja looks really good now. They're yep. fi- they're flying and they're bad transformations. Like, if you go back to season one, you can, like, tell, like, there's the wires, <laughs> there's the budget. But nowadays, it's like they've gotten a lot more budget and it looks a lot nicer. It's really cool. I love it so much. It's still a good show. We're on a great plot where we're going to talk about trying to build a nightclub. I bet God. I hope they build it. What's his name? Ah. 
Taika Waititi? No, he's a character who owned a vampire nightclub before. What was this character? Who was this guy? Nick Roll. He was the guy who owned the nightclub before. I bet he's going to come back. And they're going to have like a rival nightclub fight or something like that. I guarantee It's set up for nothing but fun. (laughs) It's going to be. I'm excited. I love this show. (laughs) So at this moment, it's 59 minutes and 36 seconds and counting. Uh, We are not going to admit that hour. So what we're going to do is actually cut the podcast here and give you a second part. Are we? No, we're not. I was like, I don't think there's enough to fill a second part. <laughs> no, I was just messing. We failed. Congratulations. Eight, nine. It's been an hour. Yeah. We suck. New Year. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Oh. Netflix Resident Evil. We haven't watched it yet. The reviews came in. They're horrible. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I've seen one. I don't know the name of the podcast, but it's um, these two black fellas, and they're talking about. It's fucking hilarious. Was that necessary? Yes, because this is important. They're talking about how that like one of them goes, you know, you can just keep a white character white. <laughs> they're talking about Wesker. Wesker, yeah. And they're like, this motherfucker rolls in looking like he's cosplaying Blade. Because <laughs> Wesker's got the sunglasses and that coat. <laughs> God. Duh. One, one of my favorite coworkers that you, you know who I'm talking about. I do. <laughs> right? He was like, it's like, yeah, so uh, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness comes in at this this level and it's like 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. And I go, hold on. That's not the right show. That's a different show. And he goes, okay, let me find the right one. My bad, 32. And Ooh. I was like, God Ooh. damn. What does, man, they gave us Welcome to Raccoon City. I thought they heard everyone's criticism and went, yeah, let's do that again. <laughs> and the question was, why can't they do it right? I and don't know. They're asking me, because I'm a huge Resident Evil fan, right? And I'm like, I don't understand why they can't just tell the fucking story. Yeah, they just wholesale ignore a huge element. Oh, the story, like, a random example. This is any other fucking franchise. Like, oh, this story is about a boy who gets a sword and fights bad guys. What if we make it about a robot who gets a, a bionic weapon and like 17 friends and they fight plant spirits like you're just making your own story (laughs) and ignoring everything about the original (laughs) so again we haven't seen it not yet Uh, yet i don't expect to finish this one i had to suffer through miss marvel i don't expect to finish fucking resident evil (laughs) i'm gonna do it Mm -hmm. out of love and passion to hate I'll wait for Digimon to come out. <laughs> and then I'll just play Digimon. Oh, yeah. I owe you Digimon, don't I? No, you already got it for me. Oh, yeah. It should be arriving in the mail. Happy birthday. Thanks. My birthday was months ago. <laughs> At least I thought of you. Thanks. <laughs> Amazon's Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Yeah, a new trailer came out. It took me too long to realize they were hobbits. I was like, yeah, there's dwarves, elves, man. Who are these other fucking people? Oh, they're hobbits. <laughs> I forgot. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so they're not hobbits. What are they? Um, they're. You know how Schmeagle is a. Oh, like one of those like, 
What do they call them? Do they have names? They do have names. I just don't remember them because I care more about hobbits. Halfling? They are halflings, but that's kind of derogatory and don't talk about me like that. (laughs) It's a race in Dungeons and Dragons. There's, there's, there's halflings and it's like, those are the hobbits. And then there's gnomes and gnomes are tiny or it's the other way around. I don't remember. There's no gnomes. I'm talking about Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) Okay. Uh, it looks good. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. I am hopeful. I want it to be really cool. One thing that I caught in that trailer. What? Which you were like, I don't want to do this again. And I was like, nah, bro. That's where the story's at. I was watching over. Oh, yeah. Yep. I was like, yeah. You see a humanoid figure on this volcanic lava. Yep. And he's holding it down and creating this power. And it starts forming a ring around him. Mm -hmm. That's Sauron. I mean, it's like when I watch, like, you know, Fantastic Beasts. And they're sitting there, like, whispering about Voldemort or something. It that doesn't have any fantastic beasts. But it was the same with the Hobbit, where they're like, there's dark forces brewing in the West. It's, it's like I get it. Sauron was the bad guy, but he's not yet. Can we focus on the bad guy of this, this is movie? the prequel? I. <laughs> I am excited. Uh, we still have time. Do you think we'll see? Fuck. What's his name? The guy who makes the rings. What's his name? Celebrimbor? Celebrimbor. Yeah, do you think we'll see Celebrimbor in this one? That would be cool. I think that would be really cool. It was when I was watching, there's a shot where you see- Me playing like elves. Shadows of War? Yeah. And there's a shot where we see like elves, I think, and they're like, we're going through like a panning shot, and they're lifting swords up, and it doesn't have anything to do with rings, but it made me sit there and think, what if we see Celebrimbor? <laughs> he should be in there. He I should th- be an older guy, though. I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be really cool. God of War of Ragnarok came out with a uh, teaser. Yep, I'm sold. I was already a sold. Full synopsis, which I refuse to read. That's just me, because um, I'm pretty sure this is the end of Kratos. I this think is my, so. My last time to be with him. Not only do I think so, I kind of hope so because I well, think it would make sense with the name Ragnarok. Well, I think because we could do more God of War, but Loki is the God of War. Atreus. Atreus, yes. And, uh, yeah, that just looked awesome. I saw a giant wolf and I was sold. <laughs> I was sold when, uh, he was talking and then his son, Atreus, was finishing what he was saying. It's gonna be, when does that one come out? Just in time for my birthday, November 9th. Wow, just before Pokemon. Yeah, Nintendo, get fucked. Damn, fuck Pokemon. But God's battle in November. It's gonna be a fucking heavy one this November. <laughs> it's gonna be good. It's gonna be awesome. I'm excited. I'm really excited, actually. I I am too. I I just don't want to spoil the the story to myself. Mm-hmm. So, talking about the Emmys. The Emmys. It's I'm actually legitimately excited for the Emmys this year, and I'm and usually never excited for them. Is it because some of your shows are in here? I think yeah, a lot of good choices for Emmys this year. Except for Marvelous Miss Maisel, which always shows up, and that show sucks a dick. <laughs> you heard it here first. Nah, it's we not all agree. funny. You know what's a better show than Marvelous Miss Maisel? Fucking Miss Marvel. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Ms. That was rude. Miss Maisel is so unfunny. It's painfully unfunny. It's not creative. I don't like it. 
That was no, that was just brutal. I called him how he sees him. I would you like me not to refer to this trash can as a trash can? <laughs> you're just othering it. <laughs> that was that's a quote from a movie. That oh. was when Weiss was talking about how racist she is. <laughs> so we're gonna run through the uh, Emmy nominations for best shows really quick. Lead actors. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I screw up the names all the time. Oh, do you need me to do it? To you know, I, I have a superiority complex. Or do you want to practice saying names? <laughs> it, it's fine, but uh, <laughs> drama series. Yeah. Up for nominations for the best drama. Better Call Saul from AMC. Yep. The prequel to Breaking Bad. Yep. Euphoria, HBO. Which is gonna, uh, Euphoria's gonna win a at lot. least one, but it's definitely gonna be a handful. Ozark from Netflix. Which I don't think will win, but I'm glad it's nominated. Because you can see the production quality in it. Severance Snape from Apple TV. Yeah! Yeah! Yes! <laughs> Severance. Severance is so good! <laughs> Squid Game from Netflix. Which I think is another one that's going to win a lot of awards. You know what's crazy to me? Hmm. It's Squid Game. Yeah, it's not. there's no S. Everyone always pronounces Squid Games. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know what it'll win, but it'll definitely win something. Best foreign film? No, it's gonna be like uh, best lead actor or best lead. I don't know something. Okay. <laughs> uh, Stranger Things Netflix. Which I think is gonna be another one that's gonna win a butt ton of. It's not over yet. They still have another season. Yes, but they finished season four. They did parts one and two of four. Yep. And uh, uh, you know we have um, running up that hill and. Master of Puppets. Like, those are the two parts theme songs, basically. Does it not sound like the synthetics of that fucking song? I, I mean, you know what? I've seen fucking Eddie so much. I know the character Eddie. He's the dude in, like, the Hellfire Club. Because Twitter or TikTok won't fucking shut the fuck up about this goddamn show. And I've spoiled literally everything about it. Because you can't exist on the internet without spoilers constantly being thrown at you. Secession, or as you like to call it, Secessions. Yes. That's a that's a me show. Yeah, I I tried. I love it. Couldn't get into it. it wasn't for me. <laughs> I want to watch uh, the next one on on this list. The last one for Yellow Jones Jackets. Series. I really want to watch Yellow Jackets. We don't have the streaming service that's on. <laughs> on Showtime, uh, comedy series Abbott Elementary, which it's on here multiple times. So it must be good. <laughs> I don't remember it. Barry. Yeah. Comedy, though? I think I, I think it's getting to the point where referring to Barry as a comedy is a bit of a stretch. Yeah, this season was not funny. Nah. Curb not, your enthusiasm. Not, not that it wasn't bad, but it wasn't a comedy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it wasn't good. I no. was like, I don't know. That finale was pretty awesome. No, it was great, but it wasn't a comedy. <laughs> Hacks on HBO. Don't even know it. Marvelous Miss Maisel. Boo, shit ass. Boo. <laughs> god, the next three are just fucking killers. Hell yeah. Oh my god. Only Murderers in the Building from Hulu. It's so good. I love it. I forgot how much I love this show. I'm, I'm, really I'm happy to have an old white woman murder mystery show in my yes. life. Yes. Like, I love... I've, fall, I've recently realized I love murder mysteries... Because of Jack Reacher. And what I, like, as you, like, Way like to be. <laughs> old, like, wholesome version of Jack Reacher. 
starving. He's, he might be not stuffing the bodies in the car, but they're definitely stuffing them in the closets at the arcade. <laughs> Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. What a fucking fantastic trio. They have great chemistry together. They, they are very fun. Like, I knew Steve Martin and Martin Short did because they're best friends, but Selena Gomez, like... She works well off of Rounds them. the team out. So great. Ted Lasso. <laughs> God. Which this podcast, if you're familiar with it, it's you know our love. So good. It's so good. My God, I can't believe it's going to wrap up. This next season, it's last season. And it hurts because it's really, really good. <laughs> What are you going to do with that stupendous amount of positivity? It's it's the scene when they go to the funeral. Sam, be a goldfish. <laughs> it's when they go to the funeral and and she's like, it's like her dad's funeral and she doesn't know what to say because she's so flabbergasted by it and she didn't really have a great relationship with him, with him anyway. And so she starts singing Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up, but she like chokes up and she doesn't she can't continue and so ted lasso continues the verse for her and then everyone in the funeral home is singing never gonna get what a great scene it me describing it probably sounds stupid but it's so good <laughs> well those two characters hated each other yeah we and in the second episode or second season they become best friends yeah we binged the first two seasons and then the third season came out as we were binging the first two seasons isn't that how it worked? There's only three seasons. Yeah, we binged the first two. The third one was coming out as we were catching no, up with no, it. No, the third season is now coming out. I thought... Really? There's only three seasons. What? Yeah. Wow! We spent that much time with Ted. Holy crap! <laughs> and if you're not familiar from what you listened to in the last hour, what we do in the shadows, baby... <laughs> it's first time being the nominated. The most loserific... Sucktastic, pathetic, awesome. God, they suck, and I love them. <laughs> it's also so. It's so funny. It's so quotable. Every character is memorable and fun. You know what my favorite quote of that show is? What? Nandor, there's a fucking ghost on the lawn. Nandor, there's a fucking ghost on the front. Matthew Barry's character, Laszlo, is the greatest. There's, no, there's, no, 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 the big one. Every time there's like audio... And he grabs his giant saber <laughs> off the wall <laughs> and jumps out the door trying to kill a ghost and he just disappears. Every time there's audio um, uh, getting popular on TikTok from How I Met Your... Or uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Weird slip there. Sorry, it's such a long fucking title. From what we do in the shadows, it's something Laszlo was saying. <laughs> I love it when we see the camera crew, because they often will, like, talk to the camera guys. But it's the one in, like, season two, I think. They go into a house, and it's filled with, like, vampires, and everyone runs away. Like, the vampires, like, like our crew of guys jump out the window and flies away. And then the camera crew turns to Guillermo, and Guillermo is, like, panicking. And then the next is, like, a cut... And the cameras are pointed towards their feet as they're running down the stairs. <laughs> it happens. Because the camera crew's trying to escape. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get out of that. <laughs> Limited series, Dope Sick, Hulu. Don't know it. The Dropout, Hulu. Mm -hmm. Inventing Anna, Netflix. Uh -uh. Pam and Tommy, Hulu. That one was good. That one was good. White Lotus. I guess the only one I care about is Pam Which and Tommy. <laughs> should not qualify because they're making a second season. Oh, way to go, Emmys. <laughs> uh, lead actor in drama, 
Jason Bateman for Ozark. Woo! Brian Cox for Secession. Yay! Uh, Lee Jung Jae. Yeah. Squid Game. Yep, yep, yep. Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. I always forget it's Bob Odenkirk, and then I'll see his face, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Adam Scott for Severance. Yeah! Yeah! Woo! <laughs> Jeremy Strong for Secession. Yay! Jeremy beats out Adam, sorry. No! 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 Yes. <laughs> yes. I will die on. I really liked Severance. <laughs> no, Jeremy wins this one. I don't, man, but I really liked Severance. <laughs> Uh, lead actress in drama, Jodie Comer for Killing Eve. Cool. Laura Lindley for Ozark. All right. Melanie Linsky, Yellow Jackets. I would love to see it. <laughs> Sandra Oh for Killing Eve. Yay! Reese Witherspoon, The Morning Show. Okay, no. And Zendaya for Euphoria. She's going to win it. I know Zendaya's going to win it. I think she would deserve it. Do we need to go through the rest of them? I don't think we need to. Oh, I wasn't done. Oh. Oh, sorry. I, I forgot. I said I was going to do leads. I forgot comedy. I thought, sorry. <laughs> uh, lead actor in comedy. We also have to do actresses. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. There is a gender, gender equality yes. here going on. Mm-hmm. Donald Glover for Atlanta. Cool. Bill Hader for Barry. Yay! Nicholas Holt for The Great. Don't even know it. Steve Martin for Only Murders in the Building. Woo! Martin Short for Only Murders in the Building. Woo! And Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. God, he deserves it. It's going to be Barry or Jason. Lead actresses in comedy. Okay. Rachel Br- Bronzehand. Boo! For Marvelous Miss Maisel. Boo! Quinetta? Quinetta? Quinta Brunson. Quinta Brunson, Abbott Elementary. Kaylee Cuoco for Flight Attendant. She's still doing stuff? Yep. Good for her. Ellie Fanning, The Great. I don't know it. Isa Ray for Insecure. Don't know and it. Jean Smart. Smart, yeah. Jean Smart for Hacks. I don't know it. <laughs> Lead actor in Limited or Television Series. Colin Firth, CR Case. Andrew uh-huh. Garfield, oh, Spidey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under the Banner of Heaven. We watched the first episode. It's very disturbing. It was a lot to handle. <laughs> Oscar Isaac, not for Moon Knight. Scenes from a Marriage. Never Michael heard. Keaton, Never. not for Batman. Dope Sick. Uh. <laughs> Hamish Patel, Station Eleven. Okay. Sebastian Stan for Pam and Tommy. Sebastian deserves it. He did a lot for Pam and Tommy, but... I, I like his monologue with his penis. Yes. <laughs> I like that his penis is voiced by, uh, God, what's his name? He does so much shit, too. He does a lot of voice acting. Lead oh. actress in a limited series or movie. Yeah. Tony Collette, The Staircase. I don't know. Julia Garner, Inventing Emma. She's still doing stuff? Oh. Uh, Lily James, Pam and Tommy. She actually really deserves it she is perfect as pamela anderson she, she does so good she acts a lot like her it's really really good sarah, i want to see her do a lot more i'm sure she will mm-hmm. sarah polson as impeachment an american crime story mm. margaret quailey made quali quali i don't know them or the show so. amanda seafried 
The dropout? No, it's gonna... It, it, Pam and Tommy deserves this one. What are these other things up for debate? Nothing shows that no one watches. Pam and Tommy, g- give it to her. She deserves it. <laughs> True. Variety talk shows. Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Comedy Central. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live. Yeah. Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Yeah! Yeah! Woo! <laughs> the only one we actually watch. Go, John. Go, go, Zazu. Go, Zazu. <laughs> we love you, John. Late Night with Seth Meyers mm. and The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I do not think Stephen is funny at all. <laughs> he is funny. It's just not John Oliver funny. I mean, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, television movie. This I found interesting. Oh. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, Disney Plus. That counts as a television movie. Ray Donovan, the movie. Um, oh, it's what well, stream? It doesn't hit theaters. Oh, okay, okay. Ray Donovan, the movie, Showtime, Reno Nine One One, The Hunt for QAnon. <laughs> We're gonna what the hell? We're gonna Survivor, and Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas. Well, it's hard to compare Chip and Dale to Reno. <laughs> i mean they're both funny i guess i don't know (laughs) it's like when you see the animation category and it's like completely wildly different genres and styles and it's because they just lump animation all together i found this one fun supporting actor in a drama series nicholas braun from secession okay he plays her husband right no 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 he's uh the dad greg Cousin Greg. Oh, Greg. Or Craig. Craig. Craig, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mixing those names up today. They get it mixed up in the show. It makes sense. (laughs) No, in that last season, there was this cool moment. He also... He he was the main character in Sky High. Yep. That's crazy to me. I like Sky High. That's a good show. Movie. That was a good movie. (laughs) So he's talking to, uh, I guess, his... Uncle, I think is is weird. It's his business partner, but he's part of the family. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> uh, the guy, I forgot the character's name, but he goes, "If I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna take over this whole thing, I need you to be my Spurs to my Nero." And I was yeah. like, "Oh, I love that analogy." Reference that. What a cool story to reference. You know, like the people writing the story. Have, have I ever told that story on this podcast? I don't think so. I don't think it's one you should tell. Why? <laughs> it's pretty. It happened. It's historically accurate. I guess it's pretty intense. It's very intense. Like it's a lot. Uh, trigger warning, I guess. Yes, trigger <laughs> warnings all over the place. Uh, also, be very open. This idea. This is long before us. This is a very, very long time ago. These are. This is a story of a Roman emperor. It wasn't considered good back then either. No. Just to let you know. Emperor Nero came into power and he had a wife and he got mad at her and she was pregnant with his child and he kicked her down the stairs, effectively killing her and the baby. Mm hmm. Right, so we already started in a great place, okay? And that's heavy sarcasm. Nero, depressed with the thought that he killed his wife and his child, 
is taking a stroll in the streets in his chariot when he sees Spurs, who's this beautiful young man who is somewhat identical looking to his wife. At least in the state of a deranged man in the throes of grief and depression. Well, this is the way the story goes. Yeah. Who knows how much has changed. And he decides, I'm going to take him as my wife. So he orders his soldiers to jump out of the chariot and castrate the boy. And and then takes him as his wife. And I think we can end the gruesomeness of the story there. We don't need to dive further into the gruesomeness of this story. I think... Others can fill in the gaps, and if they don't, they can look it up themselves. I don't want to keep this podcast a little bit lighthearted. And I think... I like this story, and it's about history. It's... Sure. Great. But... <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird. Maybe let's leave it where we left it. <laughs> Maybe not be transphobic. That's not what that is. <laughs> okay. Well, if you're curious more about it... Go look it up. It's actually a crazy story. Nero is uh, my favorite emperor, just because how psychotic he is. He is. He was crazy. Without and, <laughs> and a lot of people get him wrong in history. They think, oh, he sat there and watched Rome burn. He didn't. He uh, figured out a way to stop Rome from burning and had sectioned off a section of it. To allow it to burn. And while it was burnt, he couldn't do anything. So he just sat there and watched it. Yeah. Well, he was also at one point pissed off with the Senate. Where he Who told... isn't? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he told them, hey, uh, you guys suck. You suck so much. I'm willing to just get rid of all of you and have my horse as a Senate. Which people would say that he threatened to get rid of the Senate or any form of government to allow a horse to take over. What he was doing was an actual joke. Mm-hmm. Saying, you suck, my horse is better. That's the thing with, like, text. Intent gets lost in text. That's what yes. I'm, like, when I see people leave comments and they'll be like, blah, 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 and then I'll address them seriously. And they're like, oh, I was just being sarcastic. It's like, okay, you have to understand sarcasm is not inherent through just text words you have to imply that somehow <laughs> uh he does make some good moves and he makes a lot of bad moves are we um are we done with the emmys was there more oh i was gonna bring up the rest of them okay uh kieran culkin for secession yay uh matthew mcfaden for Succession. Oh, just the ones from Succession that you're listening of? <laughs> we didn't watch The Morning Show. I guess. John Tudorow from Severance. Yay! Christopher Walken from Severance. Woo! And uh, two actors from Squid Game. Park Heo Su? Park Hei Su and Oh Young Su. Yeah. I just thought it was cool that... I might have said almost... one of their names wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm doing my best. I'm sorry. Uh, what's... Ooh! Alright. So, we went through a diet. Yes. And we... We finished our diet two days ago? Yep. And we... We We cut a week short because we were going insane. Yes. It was... And we regret it. We had passed 30 days. I regret it. Our goal was 35, and we're like, fuck the last five. We'll just do the 30. I enjoyed what we did. I enjoyed it a lot. I would love to do it more again in the future. Um, eating meat again. I was expecting it to taste weird. It doesn't taste weird. It tastes so good. It's kind of tasteless to me. 
Oh, it's so good. Like the meat we've had, it doesn't, it doesn't, like it doesn't excite me how I thought it would. It just kind of tastes. It's the effects it has on you. Maybe it's because you have to jazz up vegetarian meals so much. It's so well that spiced. Just straight up meat stuff is kind of boring in comparison. <laughs> so eating meat again. Yes. In the last two, three days now. Uh huh. There's repercussions. Yes. And be very weary of them. God, if you sorry if you don't want to hear this, but my bowels have been killing me. <laughs> yeah, pooping, lots of pooping. Woke up in the other night. I thought I was dying. Like I, I, I like, ugh, doubled over in pain, and I'm like, this is it. Just kill me. Just make it end. <laughs> the weird thing is, I can pinpoint exactly what it was that I ate that's making me feel that way. Is it the pizza? We, got, we ordered a pizza. Took four hours for it to get to us. There was a storm, but and we did fuck up. But like still. <laughs> so my boss found out after a month of not eating meat, the first meal we ate was McDonald's. Yes. Because I was craving McDonald's, uh-huh. and I wanted to say sorry to you, and I knew McDonald's would be a great way. <laughs> it was very delicious. Yes, it was good. And. You know what his reaction was to me? Huh. What the fuck? I mean, that's a great way to start. Because it's small quantities. Because I was afraid if I went with a big quantity, it'd make me feel bad. Or it'd fuck up my tum-tum. But... Oh, it fucked up your tum-tum. I, like, you know, two sandwiches and a couple of chicken nuggets. That's... That's not too much. Yeah, I ate the rest of it. And I took my time with... Yeah, <laughs> I was fine with that. I took my time with both. And so, like... I suffered. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was fine with just taking it easy with something with nice small portions, thin patties on both, like their yeah. chicken sandwich and their their hamburger. Dude, going a month without meat and eating a double quarter pounder I of am cheese and bacon? I am still craving like a thick piece of spicy crispy chicken. Like a spicy crispy chicken sandwich. I want that. Like a I was asked why I don't eat Chick-fil-A, and I was like, well, I'm not homophobic, so... Yes, so, yeah, fuck Chick-fil-A. I'd rather... Deal with that. If I'm gonna get chicken, I'll get Jack in the Box. That's how I'll go to Taco Bell. <laughs> fuck you guys. Yeah, they're gonna get their chicken stuff back soon. I know. So, yeah, we did our diet. It was fun. I enjoyed it. You're very capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some effects. Not just the effects of going back to meat... But when we started out, I don't know if you realized, or you probably did, the lack of energy. Yes. Um, this podcast definitely had an episode where we were fucking lazy. Yes. Uh, it's, it's crazy. Like, when you're on a vegetarian diet, in the middle of the day, I would kind of, like, lose all my energy. And I'd be kind of done. And I would have to struggle to keep up with my usual pace. Today... Day th- two or three of bra- being back on eating meat, you know, like one o'clock hit, I ate my lunch, and I was fine. Like, I, yeah. I had the energy throughout the rest of the day. Yeah, I, I've had the energy to move forward. Mm-hmm. It's just mentally, my body's like, hey, uh, not everything's working. Yeah, I've had an upset tummy for the most part of the day. Um, not in a bad way, just like, you know, different. I could feel different. I also feel like I immediately gained weight from this. Yep. <laughs> it's a crazy experience. Mm-hmm. 
I I do. If you're interested, I implore you to check it out yourself. <laughs> Try it out. Um, my plan going forward, I will never do this again. Yeah, it won't go a full month this way again. No, I but would... but I am totally down with implementing just vegetarian meals. Yes, and like a week of vegetarian at most. I don't think uh, it doesn't have to be a week, but like. Well, I think it could be a fun like challenge. You know, because that was part of the fun was the challenge of it or being creative with it. And not just like vegetarian for a week, but we also talked about like doing like other challenges per week with cooking and stuff. Just yep. to keep cooking creative and fun. So I enjoyed it a lot. I had a great time. <laughs> right now I'm on my, uh, I miss fast food. I want my greasy food. Yes. I feel like shit, mm-hmm. but I'm going to keep eating But I have... and I'm just going to do this for a week. But I have so much energy. That's the craziest thing. I am wide awake. You know what's crazy? I don't feel sleepy right now. Yeah, it's 9.30. Throughout, at the 9.30 in the p.m., the time we're recording this. Throughout the entirety of the vegetarian diet, I would be falling asleep right now. I would be in bed asleep. Now, like right now, I am wide awake. I could stay up for maybe another hour or two. Really? And watch Resident Evil on Netflix. No. yeah it's crazy just how much more awake you feel eating just meat even just chicken on a pizza was 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 all i needed (laughs) it's it's really mind-opening it's like oh you shouldn't eat like shit and it's crazy that we went from doing all this to fast food Mm mm-hmm it's not even real meat we're eating. <laughs> no, it's not. And that I would recommend stay away from, but I was craving it so bad. So much. That was the thing. When I thought about eating meat again, it was only fast food that I thought about. You know, a big highlight of the weekend mm-hmm. was watching Infinity War when I walked away and went to the store. Yeah. And I got the beer, which yeah. wasn't against the diet. I just had said like, oh, I don't need alcohol. Yeah. You know, I could just be myself, right? Mm-hmm. And just drinking liquid bread mm-hmm. <laughs> after eating McDonald's, my body was like, <laughs> that was good. And then the next morning, we're dying. Yep, yep. We're dying. Uh, we could deep fry our own chicken. We could make our own chicken sandwiches. We could. Mm, I just want chicken. I just want chicken. That's all I want. <laughs> They were talking about ribs today. See, you know, and cow I was is like, fine. Fuck. No, I love cow. Give me a slab of that chicken meat. <laughs> so yeah, the vegetarianism is over. I didn't post all the pictures. I should go back through and figure that out. A lot of them were just kind of like repeats or boring. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. like oh, grilled cheese sandwiches. Ah, so creative. <laughs> most creative part was the soup I picked out. <laughs> God, that soup sucked. You didn't like that soup? Well, it was all I had to eat that day, so yeah, I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. It was a good soup. <laughs> There's a saying with culinary arts. Hunger is the best sauce. Yes. So, yeah. Something my mother took to heart. Oh, you're hungry now? I'll wait two hours and then finally dinner will be ready. <laughs> I was starving and I got a slice of green apple. Mm-hmm. And oh my God. That was the best apple I ever ate. I would say my biggest takeaway from all this, vegetables are dope. 
I think I'll just incorporate vegetables more in my regular diets. That's what I want to do, too. Like, on the side. Like, just throw in cucumbers. <laughs> like, they don't even need to be, like, part of a meal. It could just be, chi- like, sliced cucumber on the side. I honestly don't care. Vegetables are really good. <laughs> so, that was our ideas on vegetarianism. Uh, remember, we were lacto-oval vegetarians, yep, so, so we... we ate cheese and eggs. Yep, yep, yep. It wasn't a complete lifestyle change. It was to shock the system. Yes. And save some money. And yeah, meat is the most expensive. Meat and alcohol are the two most expensive things you're buying when you go to the grocery store. I guarantee it. At least in America. It might be different in other places. <laughs> so it's time for Box, Box Office, Office Trolls. Trolls. Woo! Okay, number one, Love and Thunder. So we lied to you because we're liars. And we played with your emotions like a cat. We said we would go see Love and Thunder. We did not. We didn't want to. <laughs> I did not spoil it. Nope. We haven't done that. We haven't spoiled it. I will resist it. Here's the thing. We by keep, just eating fast food. We keep... Yeah. <laughs> the day we were going to go see Love and Thunder was the day we broke our fast food diet. Um, it's fine. Like, we keep talking about wanting to go to theaters. And then... The idea of actually going... First, you gotta drive there, which is, like, a whole thing. And then, you know, it's expensive to get the tickets. If you get any, like, just popcorn or a drink, it's expensive. We were also at the end of vegetarian diet. Mm -hmm. And it was like, what do we do for dinner? Yeah. And we had planned to go out for drinks. Yeah. But that was it. I mean, there was... I did some research and I was like, where could we go to get food? And like we talked. I was like, okay, so I could go to a sushi restaurant and get, I don't know, a cucumber yeah, roll? Yeah, the avocado roll or whatever, the California roll or whatever it I, is. <laughs> I don't want that. And so, yeah, we, we broke our diet that day and uh, we didn't go see the movie. Sorry, guys. We lied to you. We liars. You'll never trust us. This is an abusive relationship. We lied to you. <laughs> oh, I told you it was going to be an hour long. Here we are at hour 40. And yet you're still here, aren't you? <laughs> I round up. <laughs> so Thor, Love and Thunder, 46 million, down 67.7%. Wow, that's a big down. It is a big down. Uh, 233 million so far in the box. I guess I'm getting the feeling like all revenue is going to happen that first week. And then post that, it's all going to be downhill. It's a, it's a question of fatigue. It's another thing. Like, God, I am, I am feeling the fatigue hard with Marvel. You're feeling it. I'm not. I, ugh, I can't only imagine what a casual fan feels. Like someone who doesn't feel Aren't compelled. Aren't you a casual fan? I try to watch everything. It's just tiresome. I feel like I'm doing homework. I feel like I'm in fucking biology class, and I gotta remember I gotta take this exam on the on the fucking website. <laughs> Number two, Minions: Rise of Gru. Yep. Twenty-six million for a total of two hundred and sixty-three million. They're down forty-one point eight percent. So now that the memers have gone out of the way, I've and heard, they've they've closed a few theaters for I've, us. I've heard that the movie's not even that great. Like it's fine. <laughs> Some people like it. Oh yeah, whatever. Where the crawdads sing. Oh, this came out. This yeah, is this a depressing piece of shit. Yeah. Seventeen million. This is a movie. Hold on, hold on. Before I do this, uh, Thor. Has been in the weeks 
in theaters for two weeks, Rise of Gru three weeks, where the crawdads sing is one, one week, week and it's seventeen million. I think that's this is gonna be the ones that just plummet every yeah, week. Yeah, it's gonna drop. It's gonna it's not gonna be here for long. <laughs> Number four, Top Gun Maverick, twelve million. Wow. Minus. 20.9 percent well it's been box of eight it's been eight weeks it's been two months yeah this is gonna be it makes sense it's gonna start plummeting at this point in the totals here are actually in the north america so the u.s and canada yeah so it's not including any like it's across not, the sea like yeah. china or europe or anything like that oh, what's your going bring anyways um <laughs> uh 618 million eight weeks in Elvis, number five, eight million. It's down twenty-eight point four percent. I'll be honest, I expected Elvis to do worse. So good for them. Good job, Warner Brothers. A hundred and six million made total four weeks in. Because a lot of people talk about how Elvis was kind of an asshole. You know, he married his under no. he married his underage cousin and also stole a lot from the black community, and so he was kind of an asshole. <laughs> Kind of all true. Yeah, that's all true. And not kind of, it's actually fucking true. And it's like, we made a movie about that guy. <laughs> Number six, Pause of Fury. Oh yeah, this just came out. It looks so bad. Who makes it? Paramount? Paramount? That makes sense. It looks, Samuel Jackson's in it as like a minor character or some shit. Okay. It looks like Kung Fu Panda, but they're all cats and dogs. And like the animation quality of Illumination, but halved. Like, imagine Sing, but uglier. <laughs> it's hard to get uglier from there. It looks so bad. Six million? That's a huge drop. Uh-huh. From eight million for to Elvis? To 12 yeah. for Maverick? Uh-huh. Um, the Black Phone. A horror film, of course, in the summer. It, it's going to get most of its revenue at the beginning. Yeah. But still, uh, uh, four weeks in. It's also a horror film about children dying. It just... You know, it's going to leave a bad taste in anyone's mouth. It's not anyone's real cup of tea, I'd say. Actually, I heard it's very popular with Texan police force. No. 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 I was trying to avoid. <laughs> I was trying to avoid. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's not for everybody, and I understand why people might have an aversion to this topic. You, you don't hear me laughing. I put on a silly face. And not a very sort of silly face. I was just, yeah. It's, it's, I, I'm very fucking upset about that I situation. think it's just... In regards to the movie, unfortunate topic, unfortunate timing, also just not a popular topic in I, general. I think, I think it's a great concept, but yeah, this for, timing is horrible. For what it is, like, I'm glad it's done well, because it looks well made, but yeah, you know. I, you, you know. <laughs> Five mil, four weeks in, seventy-two million total. Just gonna keep dropping. Jurassic World, five million. This mm -hmm. is actually supposed to be so bad. People are walking out of this thing. God, really? Yeah. Uh, six weeks in, three hundred and fifty-nine million. Even our Lord are, are and are Savior you... Jeff Goldblum can't save this movie. Well, it's beating out Love and Thunder, but it's only two weeks old. But okay. it's down here at number. Eight on the box office. Yeah, it's dropping. Ugh. <laughs> percent. Uh, Miss Harris goes to Paris. What is that? <laughs> uh, 
Focus features. That's got to be some like foreign film, right? Maybe. Like, like something from Europe or, or maybe Bollywood. Supposedly, I, I'm not too sure. Good for them. They made it to uh, number nine. Good almost two million for first week. Well done. Good job. And then uh, number ten, Lightyear. Wow, it already. Did... Oh my One god. Million. Everything, everywhere, all at once is gone. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's not gone. It's still in there, but I only went to the top ten this time. Jesus Christ. So. Uh, well, I hear it sucks that bad, huh? <laughs> 1.4 million. Nobody wants to watch I've this. I heard only like like low to mediocre reviews for it. Th this movie is not making some money back. God, what a nightmare! And they got Chris Evans. Everything seems lined up, but then they just oh god. <laughs> So that's box office trolls. I think it goes um, to show that, and this is something I've been thinking about for a while, just because you have an actor or a franchise that is recognizable, that doesn't guarantee success. No, it doesn't. You can, yeah. Buzz Lightyear. Everyone knows Buzz Lightyear. Oh, Chris Evans? Everyone knows Chris Evans. It's still sitting at number 10 on week 5. You know? It, you need a real good story. You know? <laughs> you know, last week, the director, I can't remember his name, but uh, he was telling people, look, the, the problem with Buzz Lightyear is that uh, the people who watch it love it. And you need to stop looking at the reviews. And it's like, well, 115, 599,260, look, 115 million? Mm -hmm. You're five weeks in, you're a Pixar film? Yeah. This is a joke. Also, this what, is a fucking joke. What is this new trend of directors just being attacking their tantrum baby pissy pants yeah. little ass fucks? Yeah. You didn't like my movie. It's because of and then they say some excuse like millennials or avocado toast or phones or whatever. Boo hoo hoo. It's not fair. You just don't get it. Like fucking directors are like children. Like toddlers nowadays, it's always these like like well known guys too. Well, did you know <laughs> Steven Spielberg shot his first music video today with a mm -hmm. iPhone? These are people don't understand. How the fuck is that news? Your movie sucks, dude. So, <laughs> so the biggest thing coming around this week is Jordan Peele's new film Nope. Does it come out this week? Yeah. Oh my god, I actually want to see this one, not in theaters. I don't, okay, I was I, like, I didn't watch the other. Sorry. I don't want to see... Not because... It's... I don't want to see a horror movie in theaters. So... I didn't mean that. I... <laughs> like, I, I want to see it, but I don't want to see it in theaters, because it's going to freak me out if I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope it's good. I, I just didn't get a chance to watch Get Out or uh, This Is Us. I've oh, seen, is that what it's called? Us? It's just called Us, yeah. Us, okay. I this know, Is Us is the show. Uh, yes, I know what I know what happens in both of those films, and they sound really cool. Um, the thing is, I'm a gigantic baby, and I don't want horror in my life. <laughs> but I want to see this one. This one looks really cool and unique, and I want to see it because I do think uh, Peel is a really, really, really good director and story creator. So I want to see it without being spoiled. Um, but I have to wait for it to come out <laughs> on streaming. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll wait. I, I should probably catch up on the other ones. I know they're not always... They're connected, aren't they? No. I thought he has, like, little Easter eggs that remind you that... 
I don't think so. I don't know. Well, I'm totally down with the extraterrestrial thing going on. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited to see what the the thing is, what the gimmick, the doodad of it is. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's coffee break. Well done. Good We've job. We've gone in forty-eight minutes over. Oops. Just like like you always say, you always every time before we start, you say you want to go an hour, and then we go two hours. I don't know how these keep ending up at two hours. You go on tangents, not me. Definitely not me. Okay. Well, you guys enjoy your week, and uh, tell us what you thought in the comments. Remember, go in the comments and go, oh man, guys, because <laughs> we went over an hour. Well, yeah, you guys won. <laughs> Bye-bye.